When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Come on. Are you ready? Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Where is Audrey? She died. Uh, no, she didn't die. She suffers from a very serious rash. It's, it's the rashiest rash that I've ever seen. Dave and Mahoney. She's she's visiting her dad in Seattle. She, she had to go to us. Seattle to get a special ointment from her dad <laughs> that only he has. Someone commented on my photo saying that I was rashy. Thanks, guys. Dave and Mahoney. Hey, you three clowns, if you're so amused with yourselves, why don't you move over to talk radio? You're not witty, you're not clever, you're not amusing. Bye. Message deleted. He's back! Even though he yells and chews us out, he always says goodbye. And he is spot on. Nobody finds us more amusing than us. Than us. That is true. Dumbasses! Bye now! <laughs> no. This is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? So there is a zoo in China that has had to come out and try to defend themselves to say, no, those are real bears that you're seeing in the exhibit. And everyone is saying, no, they're not. Those are people dressed up as bears. So they're called sun bears. And so look at the legs specifically. Oh, saggy butt. He's got a, it looks like. That is, that's an emo bro who's never done a squat in his life. And he's got the. Beer belly. Yes. Beer belly and two tight skinny jeans on. Uh-huh. That is 100% what's going on there. Dude, that's an elder emo. That is an elder emo for sure. Like you would see this guy front row at a yellow card concert. Yellow card. Yeah. Look at that. Look at the feet, though. Like, oh, that's no. What gets I, that Dave, looks like shoes. I'm very familiar with the uh, the sun bears, especially the Malaysian sun bears. Uh-huh. I believe those are the cutest of all the animals in, uh, very the, cute. in most zoos. But I think it's really funny that everyone's uh, knocking them for this because, like, China would have people dressed as bears as a job. Yeah, the, the way that they came out, they were like, no, no, that's just what sun bears look like. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. And they're like, and it's also been too hot for a person to be wearing a bear suit outside. <laughs> like, okay, man. It just seems... Like, it's uh, so know, on brand. That like, bear is wearing sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing Converse, man. It's, it's like the, the only places where you'd see somebody dressing people up as bears in the exhibit and then not be willing to admit that they were messing with people the entire time is China and <laughs> Probably uh, Russia. Exotic Joe. No, I was thinking Russia, too. Russia would just... Russia would do that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is so funny because it really, really and truly does. But also, if that's not... Really, people dressed as bears. What's up with those bears? Yeah, that was a weird-ass bear, like, man. We still have more questions, China. <laughs> like, what's going on with your bears? People have been saying that they, these are humans for a long time, and they keep saying, no, this is what sun bears look like. I got to do some more research on sun bears, man, because if these are actual bears, they are weird as hell. Dude, yes. Yeah, you've never heard of a sun bear before? No, you have? Yes. He just said. It's my favorite expert. animal. It's your favorite animal? My favorite animal. Okay. My favorite bear. Some uh, some good news today as well. It's still very early, but a new Japanese Alzheimer's disease drug is showing a lot of promise. Uh, they're working with mice, so we're still have a long way to go on this. But researchers report they've been testing a vaccine that takes direct aim at the onset and development of Alzheimer's. 
the results so far show indications that at least among the mice, the vaccine appears to effectively lower the inflammation that is typical of Alzheimer's, resulting in notable improvements in overall behavior. Oh, so poor mice. Um, yeah, I mean, what, you know, who knows what's going to happen with this as far as the human trials go. Uh, but this is just the sort of thing that, you know, we're seeing advancements now with uh, with vaccines that, you know, they're talking about potentially being able to eradicate certain types of breast cancer by 2030. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's, it's wild to see, but it's also very encouraging because these things like cancer and Alzheimer's have been two of the biggest plagues on mankind for decades, centuries. You, you know, it's one of the cruelest, you know, things that happens to people. You know, you just lose yourself. You know, somebody whose family has dealt with quite a bit of Alzheimer's. And I will tell you, uh, I hope it gets eradicated in our lifetime because nobody, uh, nobody deserves to spend their twilight years in that in, in that state, man. It just sucks. Yep. Uh, but like the uh, the advancements that, uh, that that at least are being shown here are showing a lot of promise. So let's hope that continues. Let's get things started today. Thank you so much for joining us, Dave Mahoney. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. Have you guys noticed the rising trend of people getting much uglier? Is that a trend? That's, I guess it's a trend. I thought people are getting better looking, man. Like, I, you know, I don't feel like people are getting uglier. Do you think that maybe you think that people are getting better looking just because you spend every morning with Audrey and I? And so you're just surrounded by people all the time? You think that's what it is? Time? That could be it. Possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's really interesting. Is there a study that was done about all the, the ugly people out there? There, there actually was. So there's a facial analyst oh, who man. detailed a theory as to why people are becoming less attractive. And they, they, you know, look at facial features and they explain that the average person's face is becoming increasingly disadvantaged by things like modern diets, sleeping patterns, pollutants, and stuff like that. And, I mean, there's one study that was done specifically about, what's that called, mewing? That's a big thing on TikTok where you, like, do that thing with your tongue to try to make your jaw more chiseled. Oh yeah! Oh, you push yeah. your your tongue Celebrities to the top of your to the top of your roof of your mouth. Yeah, to, to, and then you stick your jaw forward, and yeah, man, it gives you, the, gives the you the better lines. It, make, it makes you have a more chiseled jaw. Sure, but the, the there was a big study done behind that because I guess like the orthodontist, they're both based in the UK. It's this guy and his son. They're actually called Mew, which is why it's called Mewing. Uh, but I, they're I guess they're like controversial figures, like they lost their license and like false claims and all that stuff. So whether or not it's actually true, I don't know. But the article that I was reading on this uh, talking about these two orthodontists and, you know, trying to naturally strengthen your jawline. Um, it, it was talking about how, you know, just the evolutionary process, there's a lot less reason why people need to have the strong jaws that they did back in the day, like when because we, we were, were literally just like biting, you know, elephants and chewing everything back chewing in the day, like when the we were Neanderthals. An animal. But yeah. I feel like with the advent of, you know, the Internet and people's, you know, propensity to learn things like how to, how to do makeup, hair care products, these sorts of things. I feel like people are better looking now than they were 20, 30 years ago. Sure. I mean. I get I get both arguments. Here I go playing devil's advocate. It's my toxic trait. But I mean, I get both. I really do see both things where I feel like as a society, you're seeing a lot of things like tech neck because all we're doing is looking down. So we're kind of slumping more forward as, you know, as human beings. Or, you know, we're seeing the, the our bodies transform back to almost like crustaceans. We're all like yeah. walking shrimps. So I get it. But you're right, Mahoney. The makeup can help uh, a walking shrimp out. But also, like, look at your... <laughs> Let's say take Beautiful a look lobster. at your like grandfathers or your great grandfathers like high school yearbook. Yeah. And you look at those kids who were 15 and 16 years old and they look 50. Well, the dudes yeah. look 50 because the testosterone levels were different. 
Yeah, but also like women, like because I'll, I'll look at pictures because my my wife's grandma just celebrated her 80th birthday, and so they had this big get together, and they were looking at all these photos from her from the past. And I mean, she was a grandmother when she was 36 years old, right? Mm-hmm. But she that was looked, normal. She looked like a grandmother when she was 24 years old. Like yeah, she already well, had the haircut and the whole bit. Like old people, so like, they weren't doing people. Who, if you were a grandma, you were a grandma. They, yeah. Like there was no like youthfulness. Like they, we weren't pining for youth. Like there was a billionaire guy who was injecting his son's blood into his system yeah. so that he could have like eternal youth. So people weird. are so obsessed with this idea of beauty standards. So yeah, here we are again being told that we're all ugly so that what we can go get more surgeries more done. Plastic surgery. That's right. That's the answer, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mahoney, didn't you say that you're open to a... To a oh, I'll get a lifestyle, lifestyle lift. lift. Probably not until I'm 60, though. Okay. 50, 60. Right. I look forward to that day. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pull this back. This is David Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Hey, Dave Mahoney, uh, you guys are right about that modern medicine, you know, about LeBron son and all that, but well, this modern technology crap has gotten out of control. Doctor's offices setting your computers calling you and telling you this and that and asking you questions. I was born in the early 60s. I was raised to talk to humans. Message deleted. Yeah, I mean, automating medicine, like, if, if, if there's something wrong with me, I'm not going to the doctor very often. But if I go to the doctor, like, I want to be attended to. And looked at and have a conversation, please. I come I come around here once every seven years. Just come on. Give me five know, minutes. Man. I'll tell you, the one of the <laughs> one of my favorite things that I found over the last like four or five years was Teladoc. Oh, you like that? I prefer that over going into like a, a quick care all day long, man. Yeah. I hate going Except into Except when you gotta take a picture. It gets a little weird when you gotta take a photo. I make my wife do it. You do? Yep. Like because- I'm gonna bend over. Oh no! <laughs> take always, take it in portrait mode, baby. I want to see the details. Uh, I'm always so nervous <laughs> that I'm going to get something wrong photoed in there somehow, some way. Like, ma'am, you said there's something wrong with your knee. Uh, that's a picture of your nipple. Yeah, or yeah, they that. might think it's a nipple. Yeah, you, got, you do have weird nipple. Yeah, knees. you, you mm. get a nipple on your knee. That is a uh, that is a problem. Is it? Reason to call a doctor? I think personally, uh, problem yeah. or a solution? I don't think that's a solution to many problems, Dave. <laughs> you never know, man. This guy, though, has a point that I love talking to people and don't make me computerize everything in my life. Because if I got to call somebody on the phone and I've got to press zero 1,000 times in order to try and get to a customer service agent and then the robot still hangs up on me, <laughs> it drives me crazy. Hey, that yeah. is one quick way to send me to a loony bin. Is so- there anything in this world that all of us are universally less patient with than automated phone systems. It's like, hi, why are you calling me? Customer today? service. Customer service. No. <laughs> this is just hold downs here. <laughs> it's funny that you guys. Every time, man. Every time. Zero, 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 It's funny that you bring that up because I saw somebody say the other day that the way that you talk to the automated sh- machine asking for a human is your true self. That's, oh, and I am a bitch. That is not true. Bitch. That, is, that, is the, that is the worst version of me. It's part of me, but that's not my true that's self. That is the, deep down. That's the true version. <laughs> that's tough. I know. 
I forgot to give you the information about the price of the GeoTracker. It's $3,995. I also have more information that the cold air has a rebuilt title due to an accident over 10 years ago. What does this mean? Well, it means we're not going to purchase this. We're not going to make the trip. I think I'm just going to stick with buying my dream car, a neon pink Tesla. So if you guys still want it, hey, give me a call. Have fun. Message deleted. No, 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 girl. Don't get yourself a Tesla. The yeah. Tessies are on the decline. So she I was think. spot on with what she was talking about with the Geo Tracker. She called yesterday and we were upset because she did not tell us the price that was listed on this Geo Tracker that was for sale. And <laughs> she also uh, wanted us to teach her how to drive a stick, which I don't know if that was innuendo for something. But um, now that we know the price, that's fairly reasonable. I mean, I who? Mean, who was born... I'm going to assume an age here, I mean, before 1990, and doesn't know how to drive a stick. Yeah. I, that's kind of shocking to me. I feel like most people... They had automatic transmissions in the 80s and 90s, people. But, but there but was also was like a lot more expensive. There was also like a lot more stick shifts. You don't see I'm stick shifts I'm very rich. Now. Is that what it is? <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is that when I was talking about like who would be down for this, I looked over at Chris, and he's got this look in his eye like he actually would be down for this. I love road trips. Yeah. I grew up on a, a used car lot, too. So, like, that's what me and my dad bond over is going to buy old vintage cars or cars that we have memories over and fixing them up and stuff like that. This so could, I would absolutely take this tracker and trick it out. And you are, you know, you're a single man. I mean, this could be the love of your life phoning in every day. We can't ignore this. Yeah, we can't. Kiss, we, kiss, kiss, kiss. We owe it to ourselves because, again, like a uh, a Razor Trail Ultimate is like twenty two thousand dollars. Okay, and Razor this one's three thousand dollars, like four thousand. Yeah. So we can take you know, and j- more power, mm-hmm. more seating, better off road capability. What do we think the <laughs> odds are that if we actually purchase this? Geo tracker that's for sale for just shy of four thousand dollars, which in is wild to me because this car was evaluated at four thousand, almost th- four thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and my car is evaluated at eleven thousand dollars. Wait a minute, Audrey yeah. needs a car. <gasps> you could get a Geo tracker. We'll get I you could the do trade in for even value. I'm <laughs> sure <laughs> with the way that uh, this all works, I'm sure that gets swindled. That this vehicle would actually make it back if we. Try to drive from yeah, the only Watch one. the AC doesn't even work. Only yeah. one way to find out. Probably doesn't even have power steering either. Or, or power, <laughs> power windows. windows. Yeah, you roll those windows hey, up and down. You don't need windows in a geo tracker. You put that soft top down, you let yeah. your hair blow in the wind, and you are living life. Yeah, it's like you should drive through the middle of Oklahoma with your, the, no roof on no, the car. No, I mean, you have, to, you have to drive while you can't go the Oklahoma route, but most people, I feel like South you would go route. to Kansas or, I mean, you have the Texas route. There's three routes, but Kansas is brutal. Yeah. That is one of the most boring states to go through. And it's so she hot right now. She is 100% it's right. So Kansas is the most boring state <laughs> in the nah, country Nebraska to drive through. Is. Nah, man, I've driven through. You, Kansas is you all got flat windmills. You got Omaha and Nebraska. There's more Kansas cool cities to stop and see in Kansas than there is Nebraska. Cool cities, Topeka? What, what cool Wichita, cities? Wichita, Dodge Wichita. City, Garden not, City. Okay, Garden so you're City. going you're out of up. the no, way. These are, I have family in Kansas. So. Uh, yuck. <laughs> you know, Shut up. What's <laughs> wrong okay. your family, Chris? I lived, I lived in Kansas, and I had a ghost friend whenever I lived in Fort Lemworth, so. Okay, see? I'm so that's all that Kansas has to offer. Fake friends. Ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys have asked for reviews before from listeners on like your podcast or something. I don't know, but have any Karens left a scathing review for your show? 
Message deleted. You know, yeah, all the time. It's great. No, actually, not on our podcast. Not on the not podcast. On the podcast but on That's the, what he's asking. Yeah, people like the voicemails. Like, the, sure. we'll, get, we'll get angry voicemails all the no, time. Man, like, yeah, uh, on the podcast, no, because that's why if you have to actively seek us out on the podcast, then you're generally like a fan the of the show. Yeah. yeah, man. Like, we've got one one star and then like several hundred five star reviews. Who's that yeah. one star? And then I, we this, got, that's the one star that I'll remember forever. You can have, like you just said, several hundred or whatever, thousand, like, Five-star reviews, that and then I just remember review. that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's always just that one. Yeah. Uh, it guts me every time. What'd they say? <laughs> I, I've had my, something. They, that, that, they didn't even leave a review. They just marked it no, one. It's probably somebody that we fired. So rude. <laughs> That's so rude. i got to find a review and make you do it in the Karen Chronicles voice. Mm, I'll do it. Yeah. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, I'm uh, glad that you're back in studio today after your uh, very rashy experience. Uh-huh. Rash gate. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you've cleared up nicely. The, the rash seems to have subsided. But since you were out over the weekend, um, I wanted to kind of fill you in on what's been going on because it's been fairly dramatic. Of course, Mahoney acts like he is not a drama queen, but we all know that he is. Yeah, I don't know why he acts like like he's not. I'm so, above the fray, no. people. It's okay. You? That's dramatic enough. I am. Yeah. Uh, so... You know that Mahoney was rather upset that uh, I did not go to Oppenheimer, and we had a, a robust conversation about you need to put it on the calendar because Mahoney is very flaky when it comes to making plans, saying that he's going to do something. A lot of times he doesn't feel like doing it the day of, so it doesn't happen. Well, that's your story. That's yeah. your that's your no, version that's my, of the story. That, that's my experience. That's your gaslighting that's, version. That's not gaslighting. <laughs> that is actually what happens Chris all the time. Chris had it on his calendar. I had it on my calendar. You created this narrative of flakyism. No, neither of you had it on your calendar. I did. No, we both showed you. No, no. I I, I knew it was happening. I knew about when it was happening. Like, at the end of the month, I didn't have an exact date. You didn't have an exact date. There wasn't a time. Audrey Audrey just just added that to her calendar Because she pays attention. She's detail-oriented. let me... (laughs) Goal-oriented. All of the above. Thank you. Yeah. What else? Beautiful. Thank you. Keep it going. (laughs) The reason, the reason I never <laughs> out of young, words. very young, young. so youthful. Yeah. I just ordered snail mucin to keep this youth. I didn't put it on my calendar because Mahoney has invited me to a baseball game twice now that was not happening. Right. So I didn't know if he in fact knew what he invited my wife to a baseball game just yesterday that was happening at a totally different time. <laughs> he invited her to the night baseball game when it was an afternoon baseball. He's just game. so excited, anyway, man. Um, so Mahoney decided that he was going to get me back because he is a petty bitch and <laughs> gaslighting yet again. Mm-hmm. Oh my! No, goodness. let me tell you what he did and tell me how totally out of line this is. Okay. He sent my wife an announcement, a link to a newly opened, I think, crate and barrel outlet store. No. Oh, that's great news. No, it's no. not. It's an outlet. No, it's not. No, I no. love this for her. Oh. No. And so this weekend, she purchased a new couch, great. which we did not need because we already had a couch in that room. No, no, no. And you have another place where you can put that couch, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah you, we should. Should. you got a new house, man. You got to get new furniture. Yeah, so no, no. There, there wasn't really a place for the couch. She suggested that I put it in my office, which it does not fit, but that's what happens. Like, it's just a dumping ground for anything that she doesn't want anymore goes into the office. So we ended up having to put it in the guest bedroom because there was enough space for it in oh, there. Oh, beautiful. Well, that mm, works out great. Yeah, because you need a couch in a guest bedroom. Sure, you can have more totally, family members come and stay. Totally awesome. Would love that. Uh, but, so, the couch wouldn't fit through the doorway to get it into the guest bedroom without taking off the legs. So my weekend was spent not only with my wife spending a whole bunch of money at this store that was buying stuff that we don't need, but then also deconstructing and reconstructing furniture because Mahoney was mad at me about Oppenheimer. Well, I think that 
my she just life. uprooted her life, you know, and the kids. And I think that she deserves every couch, every dish, every um, armoire. You are no help at all. <laughs> yeah, light fixtures. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, I think that also any like uh, some fine china oh that you could pass so, down to generations. Also, generation. your head. <laughs> Dave, I, I will take some umbrage with you because you should be thanking me and not cursing me. Because I just saved you, who knows how much. Thousands. Thousands of dollars. That's by not how money works. That is how it works. No, when you're you buying things it. unnecessarily, just because it's cheaper than it might normally be, it is still totally no, unnecessary. I'm, sa- I'm, sa- I'm saving for your kid's future by helping your wife uh, spend your money. Unnecessary couch is what I'm going to call you from here on out, because that's kind of <laughs> what you are. Dude, there's no such thing as an unnecessary couch. Like, yes. you can never is it have comfortable? Are you no, gonna? Are you planning on it. sitting on this couch ever? Never. Oh, is I'm that is that, a, that couch? You're going to really take couch. a stand right. yep. against this couch. Yeah, I'm going to intentionally spill wine on it. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want it? Then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, everyone's out there looking for love in their own special way, Mahoney, and some people decide that they're going to take that search to Craigslist because they haven't had luck interacting with people in real life, so they think maybe the Internet's going to solve it, and what better place than the old list of Craig? Dave, two ships passing in the night, the wonder of what if, what could be, what could come of this, and many years ago, we put our hands on a stack of old penthouse form letters, playboys and hustlers, in our rich friend's dad's basement, and we swore to help these freaks fly the flags as high as they possibly can. I, I do want to point out that while we're doing the misconnection inspection today, Mahoney is eating a beef stick. I mean, you started it right as I was, you know, yeah, taking a bite out of my, my beef stick. There. Pretty it's, aggressive. I'm not trying to get. There, yeah. I'm, you know, I need, my, I need some protein. Dave's a little over eager, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Mahoney just needs to finish. She takes his time. That's right. This is entitled Three Peas in a Pod Edition." That means that this is a person seeking a couple. Oh, so you know, or a thruple. Yeah. The uh, this is entitled "The Couple Buying Fireworks." This is a man for a couple. I am the guy you met, and we chatted for a few minutes about our favorite fireworks. Your wife loved the ones with a big bang. Hit me up and let's light off some more. <laughs> Bro, I don't think that uh, they were interested in you. You don't think so? Also, yeah, man, if like they're swingers, which again, you do you, they're going to approach you. You don't just approach a random couple and throw it out there. I mean, Otter, you've had people approach you and just being like, hey, you just want to be like a swinger? Tonight? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, they didn't say like, I feel like swinger is kind of like, feels like old. Yeah. They're just like, would you like to join? <laughs> like, I, I feel like people who call themselves swingers are 60. Uh, this is uh, entitled Couple at Circle Cinema. This is a woman for a couple. Hi, you were upstairs Sunday at Circle Cinema around noon. Sounded like you were having a great time. I would like to join you sometime to watch or participate. I am white, female, tall, slim, sub. Oh. Okay. I don't feel like this is real. I don't feel like there is someone someone out there who is like, I just could not wait to go hop in the hot tub with you guys. Also, I mean, I'm maybe tall they were hot. that. Maybe they were that. Like again, Dave, this doesn't happen to us because we aren't, uh, you know, the best looking folk. Mm. But you know, she was already at a movie, so she likes to watch. This <laughs> this is entitled "Reconnecting with a Couple from Lakeside." This is a man for a couple. Hello, we had a fun and flirty chat at the fest before we lost each other in the post event melee. Would love to explore being your third wheel. I am the guy in the red soccer jersey. I don't 
not like any of these. These are all gr- like cr- cringy, cringy, cringy. Okay, I've got one more for you then since Ugh. we're not quite done yet. It's entitled Brown Line Messenger Bag. This is a woman for a couple. Dear Handsome Messenger. Again this morning, our stars aligned and we ended up on the same train in the same car. A couple days in a row now. Yesterday, you got off with me at Chicago after transferring to Red. But today, you carried <laughs> on down Brown past Belmont. I see you and I'd love to sit down and chat and take a walk. I feel like... We're not each other's typical match, but perhaps your wife and I can be a perfect match. But then there's something there I can't deny. Uh, I don't think you can either. So if you find this, continue to sit or stand at the front of the third car and have your wife carry an apple in her left hand. If they say, hey, what? hand me the apple and then follow me to my apartment, we can remain silent until we're all Was done. this an escape room that we yeah, have to you get out of to get laid? Drama. The hell? Yeah, like you're definitely getting murdered, right? Yeah, also, your life is just not a movie. It's just not. Like, this weighs way too many instructions. Like, why don't you just walk up and ask us? Be like, hey, do you guys want to, you know, grab a drink sometime? It's really not that hard. Also, the only part that sounded appealing out of all of that was that we can remain silent until we're all done. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, when we got the news on Monday of the fairly sudden, at least to us, passing of Paul Rubin, who played the iconic character of Pee Wee Herman, uh, it hit you pretty hard because you were a big fan. Dave, you know, so many fond memories of watching Pee Wee Herman, you know, be it Big Top Pee Wee, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which was, you know, a kind of a cultural phenomenon. And every Saturday morning, I would get up and watch Pee Wee's Playhouse. I love Pee Wee's Playhouse. Actually, this last Christmas, we were talking to our boss about this, and uh, I bought the Pee Wee Herman Christmas special, the mm-hmm. Pee- you know, just because it's like he was a, an icon and, you know, just sad that we didn't even know he was sick. Yeah, apparently he'd been battling cancer for six years and, you know, posted a message basically apologizing to his fans for not coming out and talking about this sooner. But look, I mean, that's a private thing that you're going through. Certainly don't fault him for that. Just really a bummer that we lost him. But uh, Chris put together a compilation here of some of Pee Wee's finer moments over the years. My friend, your friend, Mr. Pee Wee Herman. Yes, what's here for Hi, everybody. My name's Pee Wee. What's yours? <laughs> Make the that. La 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 la. La 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 la. <laughs> I'm talking to the cops right now. Thank you very much, ma'am. All right. I think it's time we all started acting like adults. Good morning, Pee Wee. Morning, Mr. Breakfast. <laughs> Can I have some Mr. Cheese cereal? Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, pity the poor fool. Don't eat my cereal. <laughs> Admit it, Buffy. Aren't there times when you just feel. Less than fresh. There's a lot of things about me you don't know anything about, Daddy. Things you wouldn't understand. Things you couldn't understand. Things you shouldn't understand. I don't understand. You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me. I'm a loner, Daddy. A rebel. So at 70 years old, farewell to Paul Rubens. So much great stuff over the years. Also very sad, uh, Audrey, I know that you were a big fan of the show Euphoria, on HBO, um, Angus Cloud, who was only 25 years old, passed away. We got news this week that he passed away at his family's home in Oakland. A source close to the family said that he'd been battling, you know, some some really sad thoughts recently and 
had to lay his father to rest, and so that was incredibly difficult on him. And whether or not this is a situation where um, you know it, he took his own life, we don't know. It do- doesn't really matter. It's just a very sad situation. Yeah, I think that that's kind of what they're alluding to. Um, whenever you're talking, when you're seeing a family talk about mental health yeah. um, and the battle that he has kind of been um, undergoing since his father's passing, I think you can kind of put two and two together there. Um, which we don't is know super if it was intentional or an accidental, like overdose, something like that. But I guess there was some talk about that as well with his mom saying that there was a possible overdose. But yeah, you're right. You're right, Audrey. I mean, such a such a bright young well, star. It's crazy too because I mean, what was it like three or four years ago? He was waiting tables and then has this huge breakout role on one of the most. You know, whether you watched it or not, you know, it's an accoladed show. Huge, yeah. one of the biggest shows on HBO Absolutely. right now with one of the biggest stars in the world, which is Zendaya, and it's just just sad, and you know, just makes you, it just makes you appreciate, you know. You know, uh, what we got. No, no kidding. You know, and I actually saw um, a celebrity who was close to him say that he was a person also, which I feel like is kind of a powerful statement because we're always sitting here, you know, putting a likeness to their characters. But he was the reason, like Mahoney said, he was waiting tables. One of the reasons why he was picked for that role, because he was almost so identical to that character. He was just so genuine and uh, it really is sad. And, you know, whenever we're talking about mental health, you always want to say, you know, reach out to those who you love, who you see are, um, you know, undergoing, you know, a change in their demeanor, a change in the way that they exist. You know, also, I feel like that's just so much easier said than done. There are people who are fighting so many battles that you just don't even know about. So I feel like I just would like to say, just be kind to people today um, and every day because you just don't know what someone's hidden battles are. So nice move here by Ludacris. He uh, believes that children are the future, and he has donated $50,000 to the Children's Theater of Cincinnati uh, and has pledged even more money um, to help support the $48 million restoration campaign for the Emory Theater building. Uh, he said, I'm drawn to the Children's Theater Project in Cincinnati because of the plans to develop new works that hit on the topics that matter to kids today. So didn't know that uh, Ludacris was going to be such a philanthropist, but here he is giving $50,000. Throwing them bows. That's right. Uh, and last but not least, Nintendo is targeting 2024 for next year for their next generation console. Uh, the Nintendo Switch made $67 billion. Only. Only $67 billion. Uh, but what this ne- next generation console is going to be, we don't know. But as far as you know, Nintendo being hot again, this is kind of the perfect time to strike. I mean, Nintendo is having a renaissance, and if you keep putting out, you know, your... When you talk about strong intellectual property, Nintendo has some of the absolute strongest. We're going to see more Nintendo movies, and, you know, if they can knock it out of the park like they did with the Switch, you know, they got a, a, a bright, long future ahead. This is Dave and Mahoney. Time to play Tipsy through the quad. or Toddler. Dave and Mahoney. Come on, everybody! Sydney is joining us for a round of Tips to Your Toddler on the program today. Sydney, we are going to do our very best to act these out for you in a dramatic but thoughtful way so that way you're able to figure out if these things that were said were said by a very drunk person or a little kid. Have you spent any time around very drunk people or little kids recently? Absolutely. <laughs> Excellent. So, Mahoney, uh, we'll uh, we'll take this first one here. Uh, are you all set? I'm ready, Dave. <clears throat> We got to get your pee-pee in here. Why? Because we got to test it. You need to taste it. Test it. Taste it. <laughs> Okie dokie. Talking about pee-pees, is that tipsy or toddler? Could be either. Mm, toddler. Toddler is correct. 
on the board of the point. Well done. Let's have a listen to the toddler talking about the pee-pee. We got to get your pee-pee in here. Why? Because I got to test it. You need to taste it. <laughs> it's a big difference there. Cute kid. All Cute right. kid. Scary. Ma- Mahoney, take it away with number two whenever you're ready. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. But I'm not like, oh, my God, this is fine. I'm going to say something that no, nobody wants to hear. Vinegar is good. <laughs> Tipsy or toddler? <laughs> I'm going to go with Tipsy. Yeah, strong convictions about vinegar can only be somebody very drunk. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. But I'm not like, oh, my God. This is fine. I'm going to say something nobody wants to hear. Vinegar is good. I don't know who her friends are that decided they were going to start recording her, but I thank you. Bravo. Sydney, you're doing great. You're on the board. You got two full points. Here we go. On to number three. They came up to us to hang out with us, and they said, hey, what y'all doing? And I said, no, what you sup? I'd say not much. Is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler? Yeah, I'm going to go with tipsy. Yeah, you'd think so, but no, that was, uh, that was a little kid. They came to hang out with us. They say, hey, what y'all doing? And I'd say, no, what y'all I'd say, not much. Cute little kid, yeah, man, with that accent. accent. Yeah. Oh, it gets me every time. Oh, me. All right, it's all right. Mm-hmm. You're you're still uh, very much alive here. Audrey's going to take it away, and there are some, uh, some, some notes for this one. This is singing and laughing. Good luck, Audrey. Thank you. If you leave me now, <laughs> it ain't what a taze. One bag. Ooh, 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 babe, please don't go. Ooh, don't you worry, don't you worry, child. Heaven's got a plan for you. Scene. Is, is that a tipsy person or a toddler? Audrey is drunk. That cannot be a toddler. That's got to be tipsy. Yeah, that person is very drunk. Here we go. <laughs> if you leave me now, yeah, you in the face for me. Oh, baby, please don't go. Ooh. And don't you worry, don't you worry, child. You haven't got a plan for you. Yeah, that is incredible. Ooh, All right, wow. so you, you okay. got three full points. Here we go. On to the last one, Mahoney. <clears throat> Did you have your nap today? <laughs> I didn't. You need one. No! I don't. Tipsy or toddler for the win. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say toddler. Yeah. Yes, it is. That is a very real conversation that I have with my three-year-old son basically every single day. Like, hey, brother, you are melting down. You need to go take a nap. I think this is a brother and a sister. I love you guys. I <laughs> can't you. wait to turn my radio on. Thank you so much for let's, being let's here. Let's spend a few more minutes talking to you. What so, else do you like about what us? Else? <laughs> do we sound beautiful and handsome? And youthful and tall. tall. Oh, God. You're yeah. awesome. You sound slim. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Always. Let's, uh, let's have a listen to this last one. Did you have a nap today? I did. What, you need one. No, I don't. Dave. Dave at Ed Mahoney. 
So Mahoney hates celebrating his birthday. And we got to talking with our boss because I'd commented that I also have no interest in celebrating my birthdays. My kids are into it, so like that makes it fun for them. Sure, but also they get cake and right. make it a, it's a party, so anytime a party, kids love that. Lighting candles, blowing them out, yeah. real good time. Uh, but then we were talking with our boss about it yesterday. He's like, I also hate my birthday. And it got me thinking. I'm like, I don't know a single grown man, and maybe, Audrey, you do, uh, but I don't believe that you do, Mahoney. Do you know any grown men that are excited about celebrating their birthday? Oh, no. I just was celebrating my dad's birthday last week. This man picked me up, and then after we got back to his house, yeah. he was like, Walking around with a cigar, just bebopping around, so excited that it was that's, his birthday and we're doing birthday dad things. That's your that's your dad all the time though. Like he's always in a chipper mood. And I would imagine that anytime that you go visit him in Seattle, it's a pretty big deal for him. Sure. But I mean, I I I guess other than that, maybe you're right. I mean, I don't I feel like everybody wants to be secretly celebrated, but they don't want to be the ones who put on the celebration for themselves. Does I, that make sense? Yeah. So I, uh, today I'm spending most of my afternoon like going through all of my like Facebook messages and Why responding. don't do that? Why do you feel the need to do that? Somebody took the time out of their day to no, say, that, that, I'm, no. I'm going to do the same. No. Like it's, I, I do it every year and it's, you know, it's nice to like, here's the thing, like, I felt bad because I was taking a nap and I got, you know, a couple calls from friends who were calling me to wish me a happy birthday, but I was like napping. Yeah. And so I did not want to answer them. So those are, those, those are the people who you need to call back. You do no, not, 110% do not need to go back on Facebook and go through because they only knew it was your birthday because of Facebook. Your friends who are reaching out to you via phone and via text those are the ones who deserve no, the those are crappy thank you very friends. much. They should know that you nap during the afternoon. How dare they? How dare I mean, they I took call the call, you I took the calls. Prime napping hours. But I was, man, I was, you know, it's like one of, you know, you know, mate, Dave, when you call me and I'm in a deep slumber mm-hmm. at 1 p.m. Yeah. in the afternoon trying to get my sleep on and I wake up and I do not know what year it is. I don't know what my name is. If you ask me who the president is, I don't know who that is. You could commit, know If you woke me up from a nap <laughs> at 1 p.m., you could commit me. Like if you want to 5150 me, that is how you you could get me committed to uh to to a psychiatric institute. So Dave, are you saying that you just feel like there are a lot of people who are like Mahoney and kind of like yourself who don't really want to be celebrated for their birthdays or, so or it's even not just anniversaries, birthdays. maybe? So I asked people on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney, what's something that people get all geeked up about? But you hate it. And Pam said New Year's Eve. It's a waste of time, waste of money. The New Year's is uh, is still going to suck whether I go out and celebrate it or not. See, I I feel like another one would be probably Valentine's Day. A lot of people, you know, because it's a calendar Hallmark holiday. People don't really. Mahoney, I know I've heard you say this, where why do I have to showcase my love on one day a year? That it's going to be busy as hell. It's going to be busy everywhere. But, you know, I am in the vein where I just love it. I think it's so cute. Pink and red everywhere. No, I like like the, I like the, the optics yes. and the aesthetic <laughs> of it. I don't like having to go out during that time because trying to get a dinner reservation, if Valentine's Day falls on a Saturday, oh, yeah. it's about it. a nightmare. Uh, Evan said fireworks are trash. I get some people love them, but whether it's 4th of July, New Year's, whatever, I hate everything about fireworks. I kind of am in this camp now. I never grew up around fireworks like that. 
um, where I was setting off fireworks. Like, I just didn't do that growing up as a kid. So every time I'm around them, I'm just like, okay, I've seen this before. Yeah. I love fireworks, you know? though. Maybe it's just if you have kids. I just don't like fireworks near my house. And I don't like fireworks at 2 a.m. when I'm waking up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. That's where I draw the line. And I'll say this. I don't know if it's because I'm living in a nicer neighborhood than I was last year. I didn't have a bunch of random yeah. 2 a.m. fireworks going off in my neighborhood. Like, literally, outside of the 4th of July, I haven't heard hardly any. You're not going to like this one, Mahoney, but Arturo said Disneyland. I get it, man. There's plenty of people who hear me say I love going to Disney who think it's probably the weirdest and or dumbest thing, period, because it's, one, it's costly. There's a billion people. You wait in lines. But most people don't understand how I do Disney. That's not, I would hate that too. I don't like waiting in lines. I don't like spending a billion dollars. I don't like doing any of those things. My wife and I get there as soon as the rope drops. We ride all of our rides. We know exactly what we're going to do. We're in and out in three hours. Like three hours of Disney, you can do all your things and you're in and out because you know you can go back yeah. tomorrow if you're but an you're, annual pass holder. You're doing it without kids. So, I mean, that makes it way easier. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll just, from my personal experience, things that people love that I do, just do not love at all right now, vacations. Well, your vacations aren't vacations. uh, That's what I mean. It's like the kids require so much attention, and when you take them out of their normal environment, it's tough on them because they're sleeping in different places. Why don't you cancel vacations? Well, that's not going to go over great. Why? Well, but you were thinking about doing the RV again. You've done this in the past where you guys, like, went up the uh, Pacific Coast and just kind of drove up, and that way they had, like, they could sleep while you all were driving. There was a bathroom. We didn't have to stop for bathroom breaks. Dave can't sleep, though. They yeah. never sleeps. That's their sleeps off, but, the, I off mean, the table. For me. <laughs> like how many, how many, how many vacations did you go on as a kid? Like when you were a kid, not very your, many. Like we went on like two. Yeah, like yeah, that's I feel it. Like the in idea like of vacations is so uh, they're over the top, and they really just don't happen that often. I mean, I can probably went on a vacation, like, and it was probably I think my senior year of. Of high we school. went to visit family. That's what we went from Missouri yes. to Las Vegas. Yeah, to you want to know what my vacation was when I was a kid? We all loaded into the minivan and we drove from Minnesota to Pennsylvania to visit my dad's yep. folks. You should recreate that. You should get I, in a minivan I and should. drive from here to South Carolina and visit your folks. If anyone's got a wood paneled minivan, you hit Dodge me Caravan, up. Mm-hmm. sport maybe. Uh, it wasn't a sport. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Yo, dummies, are you freaking kidding me? Take your stupid country but quit destroying our the best radio. Yo, dummy. Message deleted. Hang on now. So you've been very angry at us this whole time because we talk on the radio, even though that's very specifically our job to do. Uh, Now it has shifted to also hating the music that we play on the show. And I implore you to keep calling. Did you catch that at the very end of that? It sounded like... He said, yo, dummy. Yeah, like he's kind of into it now. Like he's calling to insult us every day, but then this little... Yo, dummy. See? He's getting into it. He's a character. We're going to break you. <laughs> <laughs> you and Or your hip. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> hey, guys. Love the show. Just thought I'd tell you I took a trip to Alaska, and the first thing I did was go to three different McDonald's, so I thought the first thing that Mahoney would be very proud. 
Also, fun fact, since 2020, I've been to McDonald's 263 times and spent approximately $2,500. Just a little fun fact for you. But I love the show. Thank you. His his price per visit is way lower than mine. You mean your price per visit is like 50 bucks? $20. Oh, you're hitting a $20 min? Yeah. You go double quarter pounder with cheese and then you do a 10 piece. It's like twenty dollars. Were you using mm. that free fry? Yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. always. Got but that man. His, I like that you're inspiring a new generation of humans out there. They're like, I'm, I'm going to go to Alaska, and I'm not just going to visit this one very convenient McDonald's. I'm going to go to three different ones. I mean, what would you eat otherwise in Alaska? I mean, I one day hope to go to the beautiful state of Alaska. I feel like you know nothing about Alaska. I watch a lot of Alaska shows, but you're Do right. You? I thought it was. I thought. For a really long time, mm-hmm. that it was kind of like an island. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. It's an island. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? I said that it's, kind of like it's not nervously, no. uh, but I thought it was an island for a really long time because yeah. on the map it's floating. It is. If you look at the state, if you look at the country, it is kind of floating down there. Usually, by I mean, there's, there's a lot of islands in Alaska. Sure, yeah. you got the uh, you know archipelago Joe. Archipelago Joe. Archipelago Penguin The thing Joe. that you write down, you never say. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> why would you say you that? You would never say archipelago or whatever. But I'll tell you, I'm like, if, you know, global warming's a thing and we cool that bitch down, I'll move up there. You'll move up there Boy. and eat uh, all of the McDonald's. Do you think you'll go to four just to show this guy up? Or yeah, you, you stay for three for three? Audrey, you, uh, Geography is maybe not your strong suit. It's a long way from Hawaii. Sister. No, I know that. No, but I was talking about on the map. <laughs> like when no, they have no, the map. it's up like, by, yeah. I'm, I'm the, the map. It's a long way. Away. No, when you're in I, elementary school. In elementary school maps, they oh, show it okay. down I by see. Hawaii. So that's, and Jonathan, also okay. I had public school okay. education from Newmarket, yeah. Alabama, okay? Like they weren't like, actually, it's up closer to Canada. Like they never told me that, <laughs> you know? That's something I had to do my own research they and find have, out. They didn't have gloves, Yeah, man. It was just. Have globes in the in the public schools of Alabama. What do you mean a globe? <laughs> like I just thought that that was a cute decoration you got from Target. <laughs> Pier one. Pier one. Oh, the Pier one ones are nice though. Yeah, well, they man, they're so thick wood rim around it. You know. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I mean, really and truly, if you have a globe, you are elderly. Like no one has or, a globe anymore. No, I saw. I, actually, maybe I'm just a donkey, but I saw a globe that had like what the uh, bourbon bottles inside yeah, of it. You open it, yeah. it's a little bar, and I'm like, I thought. Oh yeah, I saw those. I thought about that too. Yeah, we suck. I want like a big ass leather chair that I could smoke a cigar in the house in. Yeah, that's gonna. You're never gonna open the globe to get the bourbon out. Like it has to be a fixture. I mean, that's gonna be so tough to pour the globe. No, no, it's not full of bourbon. It's (laughs) (laughs) you like it opens the globe. Half of it, like the earth opens up. Oh, I see. I've seen them where they're also like decanters. That's what I thought you were talking about. I was like, you have to only fill that thing once. Pick it up like Atlas. Pour a drink and then you like bowl it over to me so I can make a drink too. I mean, I think it's just horrible. Oh, horrible design. It's a flaw. So here's a piece of advice to anyone who's listening. If at any point someone says the phrase, trust me, bro, to you, do not trust them. You're welcome. Message deleted. That is stunningly accurate. Never at any point in my life have I ever said, trust me, bro, and been trustworthy. If I'm lying to you. Somebody is hopped up on cocaine and they ask you to invest in their business or they tell you that they're going to invest in your business, Mm -hmm. that is also a lie. Trust me, bro. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. 
Carrie is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears. How are you, Carrie? I'm doing really good. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you for asking as well. Today for Cover Your Ears, we got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Some of them not so popular, like this first one has only got 15 views on it, but you're looking for the artist or the so- and the song in order to get a full point today. You do have some lifelines if necessary, so good luck to you. Here we go on number one. together a little bit there at the end not bad not, not bad. bad not great but not bad <laughs> carrie what do you think do you know it well um it does sound like uh i hate myself for loving you am i close you're you're <laughs> exactly right on the song yeah do you know who the artist is hey hey and the artist would be um bennett pat benatar no uh, Joan Jett is what you were looking for, but it's all, all right. right. You got the name of the oh, song, yeah. so there you go. Yeah, you, That's half point. You got a half point, so you're on the board with a half point. You still have both lifelines intact. Here we go on to number two. This one, the most popular one of the uh, the batch this morning, 973 views. Back on the Stop it right Whoa, there. Oh, that's hard. That is a hard one. Hmm. Hmm. I've listened to some French female singers on the street and stuff like that, and that's what they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I can't get started on that I one. I think no. I can help you out on Mahoney looks like he can help. How, man? That was tough. That is Barracuda. Barracuda. By heart. No that's right. Way. Yeah, heart, that yeah. doesn't sound anything like it. I mean, you must be a song whisperer. I don't even know how you got that. No, I mean, ooh. <laughs> no, she didn't even say it. I know, but that's like one of my favorite songs. <laughs> okay. Ooh. All right, so one and a half Is points. there a better ooh in any song? Can you name so. a better ooh? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, so one and a half points. Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline, but you're doing great. Here we go on to number three. will bring another That has got 24 what views, that and that noise? feels like too many. Um, Carrie, do you know it? That's tough. I kind of thought that sounded pretty good. Where can I go to get that off the internet? <laughs> uh, his name is Michael Orlick, if you're looking for him. Oh, Orlick? Oh. Yeah, Michael oh. Orlick, yeah. Okay. White Snake. Okay. Now, ACDC, I'm throwing things out here. Swing and a miss, swing and a miss. No more tears. There, there you go. go. That's the there song. You go. No more tears. You got there. Who sings that? <laughs> hmm. Uh, hmm. Uh, Pat 
Benatar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's Ozzy Osbourne, but I, I'm tempted to give you a full point just for that answer. <laughs> All right. What's going on here? I you got, love you, this guy. You got, <laughs> you got a half point on that one. Uh, here we go on to number four. Right. The, Audrey is still available as a lifeline if necessary. This one is from an artist named Julia. I hope I can help you. And 273 views. Ask you nothing. You know what? If she's playing to the local brunch spot, I'm putting money I'm, in that tip jar. Absolutely. Yeah. I hated where where she said party time. Okay. <laughs> Okey dokey. do you know it? I uh, no. High rate of hell, maybe ACDC. Yes, that's what exactly you right. How do you have more confidence in yourself, yeah, man? man? Come on. Yeah, man. You, you know what you're doing <laughs> here. That was right on. <laughs> All right, last one. Here we go. Uh, we have we have three points. We need to get a full point on this last one. Audrey's still available, though. This last one only has ten views, so the least popular one of the morning. Let's see what we got from Mr. Crinkle. Ew. What? <laughs> That's a, that's a song for Primus. Yeah. Sorry, that was just my first reaction. One of my favorite songs for Primus, actually. Yeah. Romeo and Juliet are together in eternity. Romeo and Juliet. 40,000 men and women every day. Romeo and 40,000 men and women every day. Another 40,000 coming every day. We can be like they are. Come on, baby. Don't fear the reaper. Baby, take my hair. Don't fear the reaper. We'll be able to fly. It's so close to being absolutely perfect. It just oh. needs a touch more cowbell. Heebie-jeebies. All right. <laughs> Carrie, for the win, do you have it on your own or do you need Otter to help you out? Well, don't fear the Reaper. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I should know that. This is tougher than I thought. You know, when <laughs> Usually I just, you it is. On the radio, I nail it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Otter, you want to help him out yeah, for the man. win? Blue Oyster Cult. There you go. We did it. We got there. Congratulations. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So it has started. Mahoney has fallen back into his old ways of developing unnecessary feuds with his neighbors and the things in his neighborhood. Um, in your old neighborhood, you had a longstanding feud with a neighborhood pug that you said would look at you in an inappropriate manner as you were out for your daily walks. No, Dave, I would go out and walk around my neighborhood and this pug would bark at me nonstop a couple times would get out and tried to chase me, and then I flexed on him. That pug didn't want none of the smoke, <laughs> and then that pug died. You're so dramatic. So it's a here pug. we are. Who won? That woman's mourning her the loss of her best friend and pet, and here's Mahoney. Mahoney's out there it's peacocking like, in front of her house like no. your dog's dead. Those people were not. Pooping in her yard. <laughs> Those people were jerks. Uh, another <laughs> another feud that I got into in my, my last neighborhood was there was somebody who ratted me out to my HOA for having weeds. And I didn't have hardly any weeds. Hardly. I mean, like, you're talking like uh, two seconds worth of pulling yeah. that you can get it done. And so I'm like... Didn't you comb through hours and hours of tape in I've order got, to find out who it was? Oh, yeah. I've got ring video uh-huh. on my house. Yeah. And so I went through probably a week's worth of rings to find out who stopped in front of my house Took a picture because there was a picture that was involved uh-huh. in this, 
And then I tracked it down. I knew who it was and ended up uh, creating a war with her because guess what? She had weeds in her yard as well. So I kept riding her out to the HOA. I love that you are fueled by grudge. Money, sex, uh, like power. None of that. None of that matters to me. It's all spite. Spite is what fuel is the only thing that will motivate me. I mean, hours of film you went through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, mean, that's more than than like most people put into any type of effort, like even a workout. That was a day's, like, that was like a full day's work in an office combing through that video footage. So where, where I'm at right now, and I'm, I'm curious to see where you both stand on this. Over the weekend, my wife was with me and we're hanging out inside. And, you know, Dave, you and I, you know, we stayed out a little late on Saturday, later mm-hmm. than we normally do. Well, watched the fights and then had a cigar afterwards. Sure, so by the time up. you got home, it was probably, what, one? Uh, my wife and I went out after that, and so it was like 2 a.m. You oh, went out after that. you guys went that. out after. Looking at, looking at houses. <laughs> really? Well, at, at 1 a.m.? So, so I got to see Mahoney, Passenger Princess, because you know his wife drove, and his feet dangling out, <laughs> yeah. cigar in hand, like, hi, hey, Bobby, what are you thinking about this house? We're, we're driving around the neighborhood <laughs> that we're looking at building a house in to make sure, to see because you want to see it at all times. Yeah, you want to see what it looks like Saturday at, night at 1 a.m. Sure. What? You 100% <laughs> do. Uh-huh. Dude, if that's like... You, Audrey, you know me. I'm not a person who moves a lot. You don't. So like, You're pretty sedentary. This next house is like, unless we get fired. You're forever like, home. This is where I'm going to be living for probably 20 to 30 years I just, if I live that long. I, I just don't know what that's like because I'll probably never own a home. But I mean, that's really interesting that you are thinking in that manner. Like Dave, you just recently bought a house. Did you see what your house looked like at 1 a.m. on a Saturday? No, I got shamed because I didn't do that. And so now Mahoney's out here flexing, okay. acting like he's got plenty of time to be driving by at 1 a.m. on a Saturday Lots of time, night. We apparently. Did. Early Sunday morning. Saw some coyotes. Okay. Didn't love that. Well, oh, so is this a deterrent no, of the possible? No, we'll kill, we'll oh, we thought the pugs were a problem. We <laughs> still have to deal with a pack of coyotes. We'll fight them coyotes. Okay. So, coyotes? early Sunday. I thought you said it was whist. <laughs> <laughs> early Sunday, my wife and I are kind of like sleeping in a little bit, you yeah. know, just kind of like laying in bed. We're not asleep, but we're also What time just, is this? Just playing footsies and smelling morning breath. This is like yeah. 7.30 in the morning. Okay. So Ew. pretty, yeah, pretty early. for like five early. hours. Yeah. And it's we early. start hearing somebody honk outside. Okay. It's not like at a car 7:30 alarm. thirty in the morning. No, it's not like a because you know the car alarm honk. Yep. It's got a certain sound to it. This is somebody who's just like honking to try to get somebody to come out of their house that they're picking up. And this happened like three times. It was like, uh-uh. Then you wait like 40 seconds. Uh-uh. And I'm like, what is, who is honking at 7.30 in the morning? It's so disrespectful. And on the third one, I'm like, I'm walking outside. Like, at this point, you have honked like you, seven times. You go I said, out yeah, there in your panties or you put on some pants? No, I, I mean, I had like boxer brief shorts, but they go down to my like. Nice. Leg. I just wish you would have Tony Soprano'd it wearing your like boxers and a robe. Belly like, out. Like a, like a little, uh, uh, what are the wife beater shirts yeah. or whatever. Yeah, With a cigar. Mm-hmm. So I go out there and it's somebody who is picking somebody up for church. Unacceptable. And, and I just don't know. And they weren't a thousand years old. Jesus taught that person better than to go honking. That's disrespectful. That would never happen if Jesus had taken the wheel. I mean. <laughs> Ever. Am I, am I, am I a dick 
we're like hawking them down. No, no you got to. So I, I think the max that you get is four honks. Like if you pull up, you go honk, honk. And then you if don't you go honk, I, I text. I, I totally agree. I'm saying that the maximum that I can see as being acceptable, though, is you give it the honk, honk. They don't hear it. Honk, honk again. And then that's it. You got to get out and walk up to the door. You do not honk. I Ever. feel like that is rule number one when you're teaching your kids how to pick people up from their homes, whether it's a date or a friend, I tell you, you what, go to the door. If my daughters ever, you know, when they get to a dating age, they're far too young for that now, thankfully, but when they do, if some boy ever pulls up and honks to summon her out of the house, I'm going to go out to your car and kick your ass. No, you can't kick their <laughs> no, butt. I'm gonna, but I'm gonna beat you. I'm going to dent your car with your forehead. Don't oh, you dare. No. no. You, you send your son out <laughs> to fight him. <laughs> Duke's going to come out there and beat your ass. Yeah. Yeah. This is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. The guy who hates you, stop flattering yourself, man. Can't stand your stupid show. Get off the air. Message deleted. <laughs> yes. Words getting out. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> really starting to feel like uh, we're at home, Dave. I know. I know. It's, it's a nice mix of uh, love and hatred. <laughs> this is just like home. This yeah. is how I was raised. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm in therapy. Go to your room, This is Audrey. a toxic environment. This you never know what's going to happen. So Constantly turbulent. walking on eggshells. One day, someone's calling saying how much they like us. The next day, someone's calling telling us how much they hate us. It's We've crazy. all been in this relationship I before. I actually have an appointment at 1.30 today to get a new pill. So we'll just <laughs> add this. We'll chalk it up. <laughs> Uh, All right, I just had to tell you, I saw the craziest thing on the road just a minute ago. I don't know if you've ever seen this. I was amazed. Just absolutely crazy. There was a BMW changing lanes in front of me, and it used a turn signal. You guys seen anything crazy like that on the road lately? Message deleted. You know, I think that whole BMW and Mercedes drivers are the worst ones on the road. I think that's gone now. It's Tesla drivers. It's Tesla drivers. It's because they're using the auto drive feature most of the time. Is that what it is? I mean, I'm just assuming because nobody drives like that. I mean, I just can't imagine just people really just driving like that if it's not on a bad auto driving system. Also, there is this very weird phenomenon that I've experienced. The, The Tesla is either driving... 66 miles per hour, exactly one mile over the speed limit, blocking the HOV lane, which is annoying, or 140 miles per hour. There is no in-between. You know, it's either you're going lights out as fast as you possibly can or annoyingly slow. And I see plenty of Mercedes, but I don't see hardly any BMWs because I don't know if that's just because it's mostly work trucks. There's a lot. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of like dudes who are starting work early because yeah. it's so damn hot right now. But I like, Please leave a message after the tone. You guys are talking about the bidet. There is actually a bidet called the Aqueous 360. It's a handheld bidet with some pressure controls both sides of the sprayer. You just connect it to your toilet and no issues. It's supposed to be great. It's cheap. It's on Amazon. Check it out. My friend has one. I won't touch it, but have fun. Message deleted. A hand bidet opens you up to so many possible problems. Yeah, that doesn't feel fancy. Also, guys, I I, I want to feel fancy getting a jet stream of water shot directly at my butt. Osculating. (laughs) Warm water. Well, they do. They have osculating feature where for, and also they, for women. What are you you calling it? 
isn't it called osculating? Os- oscillating. 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 Oh, yeah. maybe I'm thinking of ovulating, which is what I do, <laughs> the oscillating feature when I am ovulating. Yeah. <laughs> it's a combination of the two. Listen, yeah. that's our that's our peak time of the month. We could go feral. Is that how the- I'm uh, using bidet toilet oscillating features. <laughs> so the-, the oh, gross. Maybe I'm not cultured enough, but I still don't understand how, you know, like when you go into- an older house that has the old school bidet. Oh, I don't know how the old bidets work. How do those work? Do you just like stand above it and just blast a... Because there's no seat. It's like a drinking it's fountain. It's like a hot spring. It's not a drinking fountain. No, moment. I know it's not. It looks like a bird bath slash drinking fountain. It like does. the old ones. Like I don't the... understand those at all. I don't either. Well, because all you're supposed to do is just kind of like stand over and but squat, right? I feel like those bidets are what gave modern bidets a bad name and why people are afraid of modern bidets. No, yeah. the reason why people are scared of the modern bid- or of bidets in general is because America's weird about their butts. I'm like, not. just clean it. Dude. Like, it is so hot. No. If you are not cleaning your butt we're, multiple times a day, yeah. we're, we're scared stank. we're going to like it too much. Yeah. Hold well, on. I mean, well, so love. what if you do? Yeah, I know. Just chill. It's a whole hey, world. Prostate is an right. erogenous zone. Or, you know. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but here's the thing. When you're in the shower, when you're when you're wipe, you know you're getting get everything done. Mm-hmm. Having a handheld shower head, yeah, man, is the way to go to get the undercarriage clean. Sure, you you disconnect. Oh, and, I put it on. Uh, I, I oscillate you it. You oscillate it, and it goes right back there. It's like I mean, that's how the the Mahoney shower baby was formed. Oh. <laughs> you're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, you do this really magical thing that my wife also likes to do. Like, when we plan a vacation, it will start months in advance where she starts plotting out the different outfits. And what I've discovered is that vacations become... Uh, even more expensive because she does vacation shopping for every vacation because she wants to have vacation clothes. I'm like, what's wrong with your previous vacation clothes that you just bought for our last 10 vacations? You've only worn them once. Okay. But they so need to be fresh vacation clothes, Do I you guess. wear your jeans and black t-shirts on all of your vacations? Uh-huh. Well, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I have clothes that I'll wear, like, you know, not at work, right? Sure. Obviously. But she she does a thing where, like, she will, like, vacation shop. So, like, yes. for a couple of months before the vacation, stuff just starts arriving. She's a smart woman. She she's is a prepping. Mean, mean lady. No, she's a smart woman. And I, I, like, I know you're teasing me for this, but I am going to Italy in October for two weeks. And this is the first uh, adventure over to Europe for you? Yes. Yes, that's super exciting. So, I have bought a coat the other day. Day. A coat? Yes, because apparently it's like 65 to 70 degrees. That's it's, it's a good time to go over there in October. I just had some friends that were in Italy, and uh, they went during the summer months, and they were like, it is just way too hot to be walking around, which is basically being all a that you do in Italy. Uh, but no, October should be great, but so you bought a coat I in preparation? I bought a coat. Okay. I bought one, two, three, four, five dresses. Five dresses? Um, yeah. So far. I mean, like, I you still got time. You still yes, got time for more. I got a new yeah. pair of sneakers, but I mean, let's be real. I'll probably end up getting another pair of sneakers um, before that time comes. But I, I prepped and planned for those sneakers to be the sneakers that I have there, but they're just not going to make it. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. Okay. So I'm just, I'm gearing up because it's going to be such a beautiful trip. I'm so excited. We're going with friends. Um, we're celebrating. There's multiple birthdays that are going to be celebrated while we're there. Um, so I just, I, I am. In the throes of just being, I'm romanticizing this trip already, so I just need yeah. to make sure that I've 
got all of my fits ready and yeah. in check. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dave, you always feel better in new clothes, like be it new gym clothes, new outfits. You always feel like, dude, first day of school, yeah. new clothes. And especially if you're going to a place like Italy where you've never been, it's probably like a once in a lifetime type of trip. I'm taking you all got, of the photos. These Y'all photos are sick of me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are going to be sick. Sick. Absolutely sick. But I'll look cute because I got the outfits. Now, you, you guys could do that thing where you're boyfriend reposts absolutely everything that you post and vice versa because my brother does that where like obviously I follow him and my Mm sister-in-law on Instagram and every photo that either one of them posts the other one reposts and you're like guys like we get it it's pretty there it's but I'm sitting here at work on a Tuesday while you're basking in the sun and I'll have to see it twice I know I'm just (laughs) jealousy Jealousy. (laughs) no but I mean like I feel like Mahoney you're very similar in that in that aspect where we've got a, a work trip coming up and you've already pre-planned your outfits. You already bought your outfits for that. Dave oh. just Dave is just a black t-shirt and jeans guy. Yeah, man, like, I, like you, we got, we got business meetings. I'm buying new outfits. You got a chain, man. That's right. I bought a new gold <laughs> chain. That was my birthday present to myself. Oh, that's he what said, you're saying? He said, who knew gold was so expensive? <laughs> it's gold, brother. <laughs> it's like the only thing that like has held its financial value. <laughs> who knew? Wow, shocking. Dave at Ed Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, you ready for this? It's a rascal on a rascal. What so are you talking about? There was, there was a gentleman who looks like off-duty Santa Claus. You see him over here. Like He's got a big white beard. Looks fa- uh, rather inconspicuous, but, you know, he's just... Uh, uh, Maybe 80 years old or so. Like That's the older Santa gentleman. that makes kids cry. <laughs> so he's driving around a store on a rascal scooter, and he goes out in the parking lot heading towards his car with his little groceries and his, and his rascal. Mm-hmm. And the, what makes him a rascal is that he swiped somebody's purse. He, he drove up on the rascal, grabbed their purse, and drove off. And then he drove over to a white BMW and got in it and sped off. So it wasn't even his rascal. It wasn't even his rascal. Well, it was probably rented from the store, right? Maybe. But then he also, even more of a, of a crime than stealing this woman's purse, he didn't put his rascal back. You don't put your cart back, we can't be friends. That includes rascals. But she couldn't catch him? <laughs> I don't okay. think she saw it. I think she's like unloading the car. Oh, okay. Cars, so like just <laughs> stealthily? Yeah. I always, like, here's the thing. We, we've heard some stories over the years, Dave, of people running from the police on rascals. Mm-hmm. I just want to see one of those wildest police chases with one of those where they pit maneuver pit a rascal. rascal. If you're going to run from the cops on a rascal, you deserve to get pit maneuvered. <laughs> so uh, don't do drugs, kids. Uh, a man clad only in red boxer briefs was found sleeping in the trunk of his car. An officer found a 39-year-old by the name of Todd. He was curled up in the fetal position and sleeping in the open trunk of his car at 7.46 a.m. Fine. Whenever I hear stories like this, it makes me feel like they're not real. Like, that's just a plot of something on the internet. Like, Tom is a fictional person in his red panties out Uh there and about. Because, I mean, I get that this is probably a day in the life of someone, but... Why? Big so meth energy. I can right tell there. you. Well, no, this doesn't strike me as big meth energy. No, this it, was, it was meth. The, oh, he, was he, it? he admitted it, and they found meth on him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe there was some alcohol involved because this is what. Yeah. Here's. I'm telling you my thought process because I could see myself ending up in the trunk of a, of my own car you at could. some point. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, I mean, I, I, there's no way. Because you know we've all heard those stories of like if you've been drinking too much, especially like pre Uber, 
Like, if you were too drunk to drive and you couldn't get a cab, you would sleep in your car. Not in the and, trunk, dude. But a lot of the times, if you sleep, you know, if you sleep in your driver's seat and the keys are within, yeah, you, still get you know, a DUI. distance, there's always those stories you hear about getting a DUI. So maybe you put your keys in the trunk or you put them in your lockbox and it has to be locked. So maybe the keys were in the cabin and he decided the best place to be was in the trunk. Very responsible. Of yes. It. Yeah. Uh, and finally, in the Redneck Report today, this is pretty unbelievable. I don't think most people believe this unless you see the picture of it. This car drove into the second story of a house. How did it get up there? Was there a ramp nearby? Yeah. Or? Tell me somebody built a kid in the neighborhood, built a bike ramp, and he just decided to floor <laughs> it. <laughs> so this, what's, what's wild about this is that the car was traveling on a road where the speed limit is 10 miles per hour. Oh. But they were going, quote, extremely fast. They flew off of this ramp, and there was, you know, like sometimes there's houses below the level of the interstate ramps. This thing flew into the second-story bedroom. You missed, so like, a, like a overpass or whatever it yeah. may be. You fell off of that and into this house. This is the most podunk version of Dukes of Hazard I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. I don't know what to believe anymore. The earth might be flat. I don't know what to do with myself. This is crazy. Message deleted. So, absolutely, the earth is flat. The chemtrails <laughs> are turning all of the frogs gay. And not some, every last bird is a government drone. Fact, fact, fact. What are squirrels then? <laughs> too brave. I'm gonna stomp a squirrel. Listen, if, <laughs> <What>? if <laughs> don't you pick a fight brave. with squirrels? Do you remember that story about that alderman from Chicago that was trying to eradicate all of the squirrels from yeah, the city man. park, and then one of the squirrels kamikazed him, jumped into his bike spoke while he was riding to work on his bike, and he flew over the handlebars and like broke his face. Case number one for eradicating squirrels. There is nothing more brave than a campus squirrel. Like yeah, any true. college campus you're, you're on, squirrels just come up and attack you like you're not a human. Yeah, you're like, I've got thumbs. I own guns. What are you doing? <laughs> yes, I've got thumbs and guns. I can man. punch you a good 20 to 35 yards. Yeah, Dude, if I whipped you, you around it. my head, I could throw you like a boomerang. I mean, ah! squirrels are really cute, though. Like, I'm going to give them that. So, too brave, though. Too brave. I don't know if you knew this about me, Audrey. So, growing up, my mom Was raised, a yes, she raised exotic birds. Uh, and we also had six ferrets, and one of her best friends was a ferret breeder. And she, what a weird odd profession. She yeah. had a pet squirrel, the ferret breeder did, and his name was Bogey. And I would go over there and try to pet Bogey, and that son of a bitch would bite the hell <laughs> out of you. Like, I mean, like, you would talking, I'm talking breaking. Blood, blur, breaking skin, skin yeah. blood going everywhere when you're trying to feed this squirrel a damn peanut. Like, I'm trying to feed you, man. Yeah, I'm and trying you're to gonna nourish you. Bite the hell out of my finger. So, I have hated I squirrels. I like that since. sweet little Mahoney was just like, I want to be friends with Brody. And Brody's like, yeah. We are not Bogey. friends. Bogey. Bogey? Yeah. Bogey. Bogey, dumb name. Bogey's a stupid name. <laughs> As if Brody a, the Squirrel's a better name. Brody the Squirrel's way also, better. It's also dumb name. Brody. <laughs> Brody the Squirrel. Yeah, you can call me your bro. I don't know. I I feel like Mahoney, you going over there offering it a peanut is so also just duh. Of course, you just have like a like a pack of peanuts and you're just trying to offer him because do they're peanuts in the shell. Peanut? Peanuts in the shell. They love peanuts. They do. Is that <laughs> true? So I, I don't know. This could just be an absolute lie, but. 
in the Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. Tiny Ugly Face said, Bob Ross had a pet squirrel named Peapod. Yeah, he would keep him in his little shirt pocket. Have you ever watched an episode? I mean, not in a long time. You knew um, the mental state of Bob Ross if he was bringing on squirrels and chipmunks and baby birds onto the show. Like, brother, you were on LSD. He was depressed. No, he was just depressed. Is that what it was? That's all those little happy bushes. He would Uh, say, sometimes you're not so happy. And then he would be like, (laughs) pay unto this chipmunk. (laughs) That's Peapod yeah, over there. You literally, you would know. If Peapod was making an appearance, we were worried about Bob. Like, brother, are you on Angel Dust? Like, what is happening right now? Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, I know all you guys have cars, but how do you feel about public transit? What would you all use if you had to? Message deleted. I prefer a train. Like, if we had, a, if we had a, like, a, a, an elevated rail system or a subway that went from my house, I would take that. I sure. like, like, when I when I go to Chicago or New York... I, I like taking I like taking those modes of transportation, but you know it's America. Ninety nine percent of us are riding in our cars all day, every day, man. That's just what that's just how we roll. But like the there's nothing wrong with like the bus. The only thing that sucks about the bus is having to stand there and wait for it. I lost my license and had to ride the bus for I think four months. Why did you lose 20, your license? About twenty years ago, because <laughs> your boy had too many drinks and made some dumb decisions uh-huh. and. <laughs> Learned a lesson because yeah. guess what? You know what you don't want to do? Ride the bus. You do not want to be riding the bus to work at midnight. Oh, man. Dude. So. I'm sorry. Pro tip. You made it out. Yeah. I feel like a train would be uh, top tier, but I am definitely on the self-driving cars where they're, like, there are a lot of those self-driving like services out there now. Mm-hmm. And I've driven or ridden in one and I'm all about them. I think that I was scared out of them at first because it was new technology. And you got locked in one, didn't you? No. Or was that Chris? He didn't get locked in. No, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, too drunk to know how to open the door. Uh, Yeah, that because you have that to actually happen. hit a button yeah. on yeah. the app to get in. And yeah, yeah, yeah that, that happens happened. to me. Too yeah. drunk. Yeah, but those, those things are tight. Like, I like those. Did yeah, I? yeah, a little way more. Have you not done one yet? No. Whenever I first saw one, I was like, no way, I could never. And then you know, then you when you have drinks, you guys are drunk like us either. Yeah, you don't need these like we do. Yeah, <laughs> we're drunks. Yeah, we get drunk at our house. Yeah, it's way yeah. more convenient. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, I was just calling about Audrey's comment. She was talking about why there's no normal people. Well, I can answer that for you, Audrey. The normal people are all out here. We just aren't in the news like all the crazy people, so you don't hear about us normal ones. So there you go. Bye. Message deleted. I feel like that's probably pretty fair. There's some truth to that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the normal uh, people aren't the ones pooping in the middle of the intersection. No, but like you talk to your neighbors. <laughs> you talk to I your know, neighbors. Sometimes you go for a jog. You got well, little dude. That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, but if you talk to anybody at like any place when you're out in public, people are just weird. People are just weird. Like, man. like for real. Like it's just different now. It did. It just feels. A little, like a little different. We're a little spicy. Little things are heating up a little bit. Post COVID, it's it's a it's a different world, man. It really is. What I do I, feel like that's what changed a lot of things. Uh, For no real kidding. Yeah. I mean, even sometimes. So one of my best friends, I had to have a kind of an intervention with her because she's like, I'm just, I don't know how to exist around people anymore, and I'm such an introvert now that I have this work from home job. And I was like, You're not an introvert. Like you are not. You just are locked inside your house yeah. all day. You're just go outdoors. An introvert yeah, because you don't go, want to go outside. Go outside. Go. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. 
So I don't know if she's listening right now, and I hope that I don't get in trouble for this, but I, I, I don't know if there's something wrong with my wife or not. Oh, boy. She has the a total inability to just relax. And I mean, that's kind of good, right? Because with four kids, like you're always, if you're trying to relax and they're, they're not going to let you Wish relax. Time to drugs. relax. Well, yeah. so, so it happened uh, earlier this week on Monday now with the kids in school. If our baby goes down for a nap, she actually will have like a couple of hours where all the kids are in school and she can just kind of chill. Or at least I thought that's what you would do. Like if you only had like an hour or two a week. No, man, she's taking. Did she take advantage of that two hour window to? I come downstairs from my nap. <laughs> oh, I love that. But yeah, I would have done the same me. thing as you. Yeah. Good for you. I come downstairs from my nap and she's painting a fireplace. I'm like, what is happening? How where did she get the utensils and the tools? She are, She had pre-planned that Atta during this girl. one hour of freedom <laughs> that she has during the entire week that she's going to use it to paint, which is smart because babies around paint not it's exactly Little kids great. touching paint. You don't want to. Yeah. Oh, so she already knew that this is how she was going to spend this time. She'd been plotting it out. Like, okay. I, I, I came downstairs before she even started the painting process and she had the whole thing taped off. She's got her little phone and her sports bra talking to her friend just to Oh, how sweet. But I'm like, man, you got to learn to relax sometimes, too. Well, you that is show. also true. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the only way to force my wife to relax, and I don't know if you guys have anyone in your life that's just constant. I mean, Mahoney, your wife's kind of like that, too, yeah. where it's like constant go, 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 my go. My wife doesn't love to nap. My love, yeah, same, same, I same way. I wish I was more like that. Do you know how envious truly I am of those people? I am constantly tired. Are you? And I do nothing in comparison yeah. to like, either of your wives. Mahoney, your wife is a principal who deals with children all day long, 24-7, sometimes works like 16-hour days. Your wife, Dave, is literally on the go with four kids, superwoman, and here I am, 31 years old, a puppy, and I'm acting like I've lifted the world up like with my pinky fingers. Like I'm so tired all of the time. I don't get it. I admire both of your wives. You gotta trank your wife, Dave. Trank her. The the only way to get her to relax is if I like book her an appointment. You know, if I like, Like okay, Spa day spa or something. Day or yeah. getting your nails done. Like, if it's not like booked a thing that's going to like cost us money if she doesn't do it, she's not going to do but it. But let me tell you too, getting your nails done is not really all relaxing. Yeah. I mean, your feet, sure, but your nail nails, like the entire time I feel like you're just staring at them and you can't really like sit back and relax like you can with a pedicure. Like, I feel like every time I'm getting my nails done, it's high anxiety because they might mess up. I don't like it. Like, I just don't like getting my nails done ever uh-uh. because like it hurts. Like, I just don't like it people doesn't... messing with my feet. I'm like, ow, like who enjoys this? Oh, I, I don't know. I love, I love a pedicure, but my nails is a whole nother story. But yeah, the, uh, the the fireplace is now painted, so there's the update for you. Beautiful. How was your nap? Uh, nap was wonderful. <laughs> Just What a yeah. way to wake up. Yeah. Mm, I'm going to go back to sleep again and see what else is done when I wake <laughs> up. She likes me. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 